What's up, everybody? Welcome to the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Mike Dolce show. Because oh, Bob was on his phone. <laughs> awesome. There we go. No idea again what episode awesome. it is, but it says, and we have once again, Mr. Dwayne Bang Ludwig. Thank you, sir. Thank How you, you doing, sir. Mr. Bang? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. awesome. Life is good. Two-time Coach of the Year mm-hmm. um, World MMA Awards, but I would say Lifetime Coach of the My Year. Manager. From what I know and understand, <laughs> absolutely, we all know that Dwayne is yeah. a luminary in the world of martial arts, not just mixed martial arts. Dwayne's pedigree spreads many martial arts and the athletes he's worked with, but also the students, I think. More important to the athletes because all athletes are students also. The students he's been able to mentor and help achieve their potential, could be a good phrasing, is, uh, I don't even, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands easily around the world to date, millions quite possibly, millions at least, um, that have all been influenced for sure by Mr. Dwayne Ludwig. Myself, um, most importantly, me personally, as Dwayne has been one of my personal coaches, one of my mentors, one of my closest friends. Very happy to have Mr. Dwayne on on the show. Mr. Dwayne, you're awesome, buddy. Awesome. (laughs) And we also have the Bob. The Bob. The Bob. Boom. What's up? And we have the beautiful Mrs. Jessica Ludwig. Hello. Cinebang. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my goodness. She's like just tweeting probably these guys are idiots right now. <laughs> so what's up, Dwayne? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Here in Vegas for the uh, Martial Arts Super Show with uh, GLC 2000. I'm going to correct you for a minute. Yes, sir. In Vegas for the Mike Dolce Show podcast Dolce while podcast. also stopping by... <laughs> The martial yeah, arts. Yeah, yeah. I stopped by there to the, the expo for GLC 2000 while in route and route. Is it route or route for the Dutch? I'll go. I'll go. I'll, depends. What does Dwayne say? In route. Then we'll in say route. In route. In route of the Dutch Diet podcast. And if you don't say route, you are on the list. Don't want to be on the list. Don't want to be on the list. And we'll talk about the list <laughs> in a little, a little deeper in the show. Uh, I forgot about the list. I do. Just pray every day. <laughs> Before, and please, God, don't let me make Dwayne's list. Never. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. So, and how was the uh, the martial arts? Is this the Century Martial Arts Super Show? Uh, it was the Maya Martial Arts Industry. Okay. Uh, martial arts. Sure. I'm not quite sure exactly. Uh, martial Arts Industry. I'm not sure. It was a, the Martial Arts the Super martial, Show. The business side of the martial arts uh, industry, which is very cool to tap into their minds and their, their database to see how they look at the business side. Sure. Um, you know, everything from uh, setting up the website properly, closing deals, right? Yeah. Uh, retention of the students, making sure the students are getting better. and But just they come more from the, I want to say traditional side, but this. Some of it's a lot of the sales side. Sure. So it becomes uh, basically how to close a deal. It's, it's a sales class for the most part. But of course, some routes need to be different in order to connect to the person in order for them to make that first step into the martial arts or the fitness or whatever it is, whatever aspect it is. Yeah. But finding a way to get them to make that first step, step on the mat. Okay. The first class in there and uh, see how life changing it can be. And that's, we were speaking before the show that in, cause martial arts is a business, right? Yes, sir. I mean, by and large in everything, at, everything's a business now. Uh, there we go. And it's, and it's not a bad thing to be in business, and it's not a bad thing at all to make money in the business of martial arts or really following your passion. 
but what we spoke about, you and I and, and Jess and Bob, the Bob, was how to use tried and true sales techniques that increase your business and revenues while not defrauding or deceiving the public or leveraging them into a contract or a relationship that doesn't benefit them. Yeah. You know, every deal has got to be a win-win scenario, you know, and it's a making sure you're pushing out a credible product and uh, it just depends on what your potential is. You know, for yeah. me, ethically, things that, again, like we talked about, that align up with your moral ethics, how, what is your product going, how, they, how do they uh, coincide, you know, how do they work together? And uh, for me, I have, again, martial arts and I change lives with martial arts. Some people use it to fight in the UFC for titles at the very top of the heap yeah. and there's also just the average day people who use it just to stay in shape and avoid diabetes and be around longer for their kids or for the kids to get some self-respect and confidence and learn how to communicate and talk with people problem solve yep. just having some accountability yep. is, is nice so and that's 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 the way to do it. and that's what the the martial arts lifestyle is about now what how would you define martial arts what is a martial artist nice most people picture and you go go ahead sorry uh, a martial artist is an accountable human being that's going to lead by example and do the right thing boom, boom. that's what i would say <laughs> I like it yeah and has nothing to do with punches and kicks has and nothing to do with the breaks. actual name of martial art or warfare art you know yeah uh that's what i see because you know there's there's all spectrums of people and you know just being again an accountable human being that's going to do the right thing and help people become better there better their lives you know so i consider myself a martial artist i help people become better and my vehicle is martial arts and specifically bang Muay Thai. Yep. making sure i can help them uh, just take a few more steps closer to their goal as long as it's a positive goal and how would you differentiate a mixed martial arts fighter from a martial artist well it depends on what they're doing. You know, everyone has to be, you know, for, for fighting is a little bit of a different aspect because you have to be in the internal goals and make sure you're developing yourself. And then once you go through that path or that journey, then to take look back on those lessons and share them with the future, which is exactly what I've done through my career. As a fighter, you need to be selfish. So I encourage that. Make sure that you're focusing on yourself to become better. And then once you're done with that journey or that journey ends or whatever, however it comes to the end to look back again on those all those life lessons and share them with the future generation so i know just freaking said that but uh you know that's what it is to me so most people the fighters you know it's making sure being a, a good person yeah and um you know passing on the respect and leading by example yeah. and accountable so i'm gonna and i'm just having fun right now i'm gonna name off a always. list of a few always Hell yeah. of a few fighters or personalities, because it might even change, because I'm, I'm just going to make the list up as I go. And would you, and it's respectful either way, would you identify them as, label them as an, a fighter or a martial artist? I guess it, that label would come from if I would personally know them or not. Okay, well, let's see. Let's mm-hmm. see where we can go. John Jones. You know, I guess he needs, I, I don't know him personally. I don't, I don't think he's using his power right now, his influence to help people become better unless they're seeing these stories and like, Oh man, I don't want to mess up like him, but I don't know how he messed up. You know, but he doesn't have the best track record. He's a multimillionaire with the world at his feet. And he's what, how old is he? He's in his mid twenties. Mid twenties. You know, how can you be in that position and still handle your grounds? You know, that, that takes a very special human being, um, what he's done and now what is he doing with his power? Are people, uh, am I too close to this? You might be a little, yeah. Sorry. There you go. Um, they might be, uh, 
Yeah, how are you using your influence yep. to positively and negatively affect your your fan base? And it, again, depends on your goals. And right now he's being selfish and focused on himself, which you need to be as a fighter, but also be aware of the aspect of that you do have a power to influence people. And right now, for me personally, I'm using to you know positively influence people. And I think he needs to be a bit more, I'm going to try to tell people how to live their life, but I would like to see him use his time a bit better to help the human race. Okay. People become better, you know. But again, maybe what he's doing right now are making people see like, shit, maybe I don't want to do that. And yeah. it is. It depends on how people are perceiving the message. So, it's it's yeah. Life is crazy, right? Fighter, crazy. Fighter, fighter. For fight, professional fighter, story. professional fighter. Yeah, prize fighter. fighter. Yeah. Okay, martial arts prize, prize fighter. There we go. Yeah, I like. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Good, no, answer, right? I like that. That's why we have you here. Ooh, fuck, I don't have to work. Where you ask me shit. <laughs> Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, he seemingly lately with his interviews and stuff, he seems to be uh, realizing that he can help people become better. I think he's been a bit more mature with his interviews and stuff, right? But you know, he's doing his thing. But he's, you know, recently I've seen a post where he's pushing people to live out their dreams. You know, take photos, share with the world. Yeah. Uh, I think he's becoming more of a martial artist. You yeah. Know? But uh, I think before, you know, he was a fighter. Absolutely. You know? but he's, he's maturing as we all are. Yeah, I, I like Hopefully. that. I agree with that. And yeah. it seems, he does seem like, he seemed more mature, more centered, mm -hmm. and more successful as a fighter. And it seems, and me, just to interject my own little piece, it seems like now he's becoming more of a martial artist, yes, which is making him a better prize fighter. Mm -hmm. And he has a much bigger pull. He really resonates now mm -hmm. with the community. And beforehand, he was just a great fighter. But I don't want to say, you know, I, I don't even, I, a lot of people like like Cowboy, but he was more of kind of brash, shit talker, yeah. beer swilling, kind of like a Steve Austin, okay, yeah. you know, and I'm just saying a character wise. I see that, yeah, good call. And, uh, but now I, I like this version of Cowboy. I like where he's going now. And I've had some conversations with him. Um, and wow, this, this is a deep dude. You know, he actually, life perspective, seems like there's some life perspective there, which is nice. It's always nice to see because um, we're older in the game of martial arts um you know you god how you go back to what 15 years old uh yes well i started when i was eight started tie boxing when i was 15 so i've been training in the martial arts since uh, for 29 years now and yeah so it's been a while competing it's, for it's my life yeah. yeah it's what i do it's who i am martial artist martial since, arts. since birth since birth recognized it when i was eight and 15 and so on og Height, og indeed. og for sure um tj dillashaw martial artist yeah you know yeah he's uh he's 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 been maturing a lot, and it's been helping him, which has been awesome. He he's got the killer instinct, and knowing how to control that right has been uh, has been the the main issue. Sure. And it's just like you know, fire you can, fire it can uh, burn down your house, or it can cook you a meal. Yep. So it's the same scenario, just learning to control the fire. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but martial artist, martial artist, and you could see that. And I would, and from an outside view, I would say that you're impact and influence on TJ has been very strong in allowing him to embrace the martial arts side of this sport because there's a lot of, and we both know there's a lot of ways you can be successful where you really just embrace the professional fighter side. Mm -hmm. And we and I know a lot of great guys that, and girls that have not embraced the martial artist side. Mm -hmm. And I think through yourself, of course, that's the path that you're walking on. So when you work with athletes, they have to walk that path with you, yep. and then they either stay like TJ and have a you know world level success, or maybe that's not quite the right path because yep. you know for yep. whatever reason. Yeah, people have different paths. You know, whatever pulls out their full potential. Um, 
I, I like my path. It's just, just who I am. I'm being a martial artist and leading by example. Boom. You know, that everything I do is always correct, but uh, it's from the heart and I try to uh, do the right thing. Yep. Make sure there's an overall uh, view on what's happening right now. It's not like just uh, in the moment. It's a broader, broader spectrum. Yep. Boss Rudin. Martial artist, for sure. He's been, he, from the first time I met, I met him, the first time I met since Rudin was in 97 at K1 in Vegas. There was, uh, I just made a photo with him and then it was my dad. I think my dad took the photo, walked off and then Pete, and then he was hanging around a little bit and Peter Arts came down and I want to get a picture of Peter Arts and he took the photo for me, but I didn't even ask. He just did it right away. I just thought that was so cool that he took the photo for me. Right. I was just like, holy crap. Wow. And he's one of those people who is just as excited to meet a fan as a fan is, is excited to meet him. You know, like he understands what's going on. Like he appreciates the energy and the love and he gives it back. And he's, he's an idol of mine. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Rogan. Martial artist. He's doing a lot to help people become better. I mean, his podcast has done more for the world, more good for the world than, um, I'm not quite sure what else to compare that to, but he's helped change yeah. millions of lives for the better. I think, the world is a better place because of his podcast. I think he's because his podcast, you're probably doing this podcast and so on. Yeah. You know, he's changed lives. Ab- Joe's right. the reason why he's I'm a podcast God doing. Yeah. OG of podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without he's awesome. Joe, there's no way I would be doing this um, and have no, you know, you know, dreams of grandeur that what we're doing here compares to what Joe's doing in reach. We can only kind of be inspired by what Joe's doing and in our own little way. We try and give back to our community. With his, what you know, fuck, I'm, I'm a fan of Joe's show. He needs to be the president. That would be awesome. Okay. Right. Yeah. Can we, can can we, we make that, that happen? So you're not voting for uh, Hillary? Uh, or no, sir. Trump? No, sir. Um, okay, I was, I'm shocked by that. I'm going to write on there, uh, Rogan. <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> and people will know who you mean. Guess yeah, for there sure. You go. With nice. Hashtag JRE or something. <laughs> um, hmm, could we get that trending? That's possible. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Have him repost it for us. Yeah. So that's what's cool. Like he, he's another guy we were talking about earlier as far as, you know, high level people or whatever you famous people in our world. Yeah. Um, how accessible they are to us still or to me. Yeah. Uh, he's another guy I could text him and replies back, you know, within a day or so. And yep. or sometimes right away, you're like, holy crap. You know? Yeah. But uh, it's cool. It's cool to have a good circle of fr- uh, friends and, uh, you know, helping each other out and having fun and growing and becoming better human beings. That's what it's about. And, you know, so you're on the inside of the elite level of professional sports primarily in mixed martial arts and it's crazy it's it's insane it's crazy to think of that yeah and the average you know person listening to the show right now they and what i want you you know you guys my friends are our friends our people that you're when when we record this show we record this show with the uh, we, there's one chair open right here and that chair right there that is the person listening to us right That's now so when we're having these conversations we know that you listening are in this room so when we speak we're trying to speak with you as, as a part of the conversation we just don't have your mic turned on nice good call sorry because we don't know what shit that, you're that's funny yeah because yeah, same scenario when i meet people i just met a, a fan on the way here yep. at, the, at the mgm and uh who i go back and forth with on uh, twitter yeah like i'll say something and i'll reply back you know and it's like yeah we talk i'm like oh and i'll pull up this thing oh shit you know it's cool to finally meet you or you know and to actually know these people and uh, same thing for my affiliate business and my online academy 
I have people who just pop in the academy and they already know the material. And it's like, yeah, I've been an online academy member. I'm actually here to test. I'm like, oh, sweet. And uh, it's just cool to be connected with people. You know, the, the beauty of the internet is awesome. To be that connected. And mm-hmm. the, the point that I want to make is, you know, you're connected at the very highest level. You know, text conversations with Joe Rogan or Dana White or TJ Dillashaw or all these other guys. But at the same time, you are no different than the person in this chair right no. here listening to the show. Yeah. You're very much the same family man, oh, yeah. amazing I'm husband. Nerd. I'm a fight nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, fight nerd, yeah. and you'll use that term because sure. uh, I don't want to get kicked in the head. Um, <laughs> fight fan, I'll yeah. say, but advocate and just regular dude sitting yeah. in the smoothie shop with, with his wife mm-hmm. having a cold press juice. Yes, sir. Just, yes, sir. you know, in, in the middle of the week. Don't you die recommended. Re- boom. That's, of course. Um, and I think that's really cool for everyone listening that it's no different. In at the, the elite level, I mean, there's a little bit more pressure, but shit, when you got to fill out a report, it's got to be done by Friday. Your boss is going to come down and kick you in the nuts, you know, possibly, probably, or you know, if I was your boss. <laughs> if if Dwayne was your no, boss, <laughs> you better have that cup and mouthpiece on. People motivated on track. Yeah, you hear that, Kenny Schaefer? <laughs> he's awesome, man. Kenny's awesome. He's awesome. He is. He, he's. I love that dude. Oh, sorry, but uh, no, go ahead. So it, it's people. just kind of you know creating that parallel that. You know, those listening right now are our friends out there. It's you're completely here with us. And at the same time and same level, you might not have Rogan's, um, you know, phone number in your cell phone, but you have the power of Twitter and the ability to tune into his podcast or, you know, walk into Dwayne's Academy or see him at the MGM or hit him up on Twitter and Instagram and all the other sites and have the same conversations. And it's this very similar level of engagement. So. You know, I think that's the great thing about this sport and technology the way that it is right now is everybody is kind of on an even playing field and accessible more so in this sport. What's that face, Bob? No, none. Oh, Bob was, he was making a face like either just... I was just, I was just recalling in our life how this is just all so surreal and just kind of all comes together is me and Mike rented a UFC pay-per-view back when you fought Genki Sudo. Oh, nice. UFC and whooped his ass and yeah. then... We're just like sitting there as fans watching you and then, you know, translate that to a couple years later. We pick you up at the airport. That's right. Fight nerds like, holy shit, we're picking up Dwayne Ludwig. We're going to go go watch him train. Like, fucking, this is so cool. Team Quest. Yeah. 2000, whatever. Early 2000s, mid 2000s. And now we're sitting here like, oh, yeah. Fucking OGs. You know, it's just it's just so surreal that this whole conversation is bringing it in. It's just fight nerd. Cool, dude. Yeah. And that's that's a great point because I remember picking you up in the Buick. The Buick, the Buick. Eating Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. The, the Buick was smooth. It was the it was Buick. Smooth. Yeah. Eating the Ottawa bar. Fucking yeah. 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 Ottawa bars. Yep. Those were nice. And then we were, we and Mike were like so stoked because at the time Chris Wilson was like the top stand up dog over at Team Quest. Yeah. Like man, can't wait just to go watch Brad. Like I was like. Like front row, I like can't wait, to, can't wait to see, can't wait fight to see night, Dwayne yeah. and Chris Wilson fucking bang it out, you know, tomorrow at fight team, like cool, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 bro, mm-hmm. and just, and it goes back to regular people. Oh, that Jesus is so loud, that door. Teaser, oh. <laughs> just, um, but regular people. Yeah, Dwayne is, you know, elite, world class, multi time trainer of the year, world champions in his stable. I mean, shit, K one world max champion. Yes, yeah. I mean, fastest knockout in UFC, but no different than anybody else. Oh, sorry, no, not K one world max, but the K one max. Uh, K one max, North sorry. American, North American. Oh, yeah. yeah. So from the world max, they'd be the world. That was always the goal. Like K one was always in my heart since I was a child. Yeah. Uh, another story, but uh, sorry. Gotcha. Got to be specific with that. Well, I appreciate the USA or uh, the ISKA World Muay Thai title. Okay. So, 
But uh, okay, the UCC, yeah, the ISK, uh, okay. okay, UCC, yeah, the UCC as well, yeah, the uh, who, who it was Jens Palmer, Jens Palmer, he was the uh, he was UC champion at the time, actually, number one pound for pound at the time. He was, and yeah. I'll, I'll say this about that fight: I think he took me lightly. I think the okay. same scenario would play out, but uh, you know, he fought someone he never really heard of. Outside the UFC, I don't think he was as up for the fight as I was. Yeah, and I was, I was fighting Jens Pulver. Yeah, and he's fighting like who's this kid? So I could see mm, I, maybe he wasn't as up for the fight. But the the same scenario, the same pattern that he did in his fights leading up to our fight, he still did the same thing, which is why I was able to catch him pull outside the power gotcha. counter. But another topic. Sorry. No, I like ADD. Where are you at? And around like a rubber ball, but I get stuff done. And back in that fight, I remember that fight. It was like internet was early. Early internet stage, so the, really the, the best results from that fight came from full contact fighter. Nice, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yes, sir. It was kind of like a, a newspaper, paper. yeah. Yep. And uh, I remember there was a photo of you know you kind of standing over Jen's yeah. victorious, and he you knock him through the ropes. Uh, I dropped him, and then he scooted out underneath the ropes. The fight was in a ring at the time. It was in the ring, yeah. Uh, yeah, he I dropped him, then he just butt scooted. He like shrimped out underneath the rope and uh, yeah. took off. He was just didn't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the super cool guy. Yeah. Super Abs- cool guy. Yeah. Great guy. Mm-hmm. But it was just a fucking fight game, man. Yeah. You're fighting Dwayne Bang Lugway. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> could, find those, could find those errors. Yeah. I got a good, a good eye for detail sometimes. So ISK, let's, let's talk about that. ISK. Uh, International Sport Karate Association. Yep. Yeah. The, the Muay Thai title. It was uh, a good title at the time. You know, it still is. ISK has been around for years. and um, But it's, it's like the sanctioning body of boxing. They have different sanctioning bodies like the... Yeah. Uh, WKC, uh, WKA, ISKA, uh, IKBO, like all these different uh, or sanctioning bodies. And then in each sanctioning body, so let's take the ISKA, they'll have the Muay Thai rules. And under the Muay Thai rules, then they'll have all the weight brackets. And they, I think they break up every six or seven or eight pounds is a different weight class, you know? So, and then ours was, again, Muay Thai. Then they'd have a title for uh, above the weight, like full contact kickboxing when the kicks are over the waist. And then they'd have uh, international rules. So they have different, you know, quite a few categories, which is why there are so many world champions. And the best format to find the number one fighter in the world is the format that the UFC does, right? Just finding not the best guy in a sanctioning body, but the best guy in one particular show. Yeah. That's the, the best way to find the, the, the world's best guy. As long as you don't have the pride UFC early, early day scenarios, right? Sure. The champions fight, but. And that becomes, because that's almost like, more closer to traditional boxing. We have the WBA, the WBC, yep. the WBO. So you have three different belts, essentially. But eventually, they will fight for to unify all those belts. Unify the belts, yeah. And yep. unfortunately, in MMA, mixed martial arts, they don't have that yet because it would be pretty cool to see the... You know the UFC champ, the lightweight champion versus the Pride, yeah, or Bellator. Yeah, but see, like, right now it doesn't. Like, there's not really many, there's not much debate on as far as who's the best guy at what weight class. It's they're in the UFC, right? We all know. Yeah. Uh, you know some of the some of the better guys are in the Bellator, but they're not at the the top ten of the UFC. I sure. don't feel. Uh, well, actually, we'll see tonight because uh, Eddie Alvarez, right? He's fighting for the title. So yeah. But look, he's fighting for the title, right? So that proves that uh, the Bellator fighters were. Are still at that class, notch, right? Yeah. So yeah. same scenario, but yeah. um, there's no real, there's no one really standing out like any killers. Oh, well, Michael Chandler. So never mind. Sorry. Yeah, no, Chandler is yeah. for sure, but he got beat by Will Brooks twice, so, and yeah, Will yeah. Brooks just jumped to the UFC. So it, it's interesting. And there's, I agree, the UFC they have the number one belt in the world. Yeah. If you're the UFC champion, you're widely regarded as the best fighter in the world. Yep. And a couple, Michael Can- Chandler, he yep. could make the case because he beat Eddie. Yep. Twice, once or twice. He's beat Eddie before, finished Eddie. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, Eddie goes out and wins a world title. Chandler could be like, hey, yeah. 
That'd, that'd be cool to see. That would be really cool to see. Um, and who do you pick that fight anyway? Uh, for champ for tonight, Eddie versus uh, Dos Anjos. Man, Dos Anjos is just an animal, right? Yeah. I, I, Eddie's last few fights have seemed to be a little too close for my comfort to say that it would be uh, he'd win this fight with uh, Dos Anjos. So I, I say Dos Anjos. Okay. Yeah, fair. Is yeah. that how you say it, Dos Anjos? Dos Anjos. I believe so. That's. Sure. We're saying we're saying route. A N-O's, route. 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 So Dos Anjos. Well, however Dwayne says your name, buddy. That's how. That's funny you say that. Yeah, because yeah. uh, uh, you know, as far as you know, just who gave this punch a name or who gave this combination a name? Well, no one really named combinations. So yeah. let's talk about that real quick. So the first person that I've ever found to name a combination with Sensei Rutan was his numbering system one two four. One being the jab. Yep. Two being jab cross, not just the cross. Gotcha. Three jab cross hook. Four, jab cross hook cross. He's the first person that I've ever come across to to categorize uh, categorize a combination and give that a name. Huh. Simplifying it, right? Yep. So, um, and then that sparked my memory to say, well, what about katas? Katas are kind of you know BS. You know, they're forms for the most part. Obviously, sure. they're, they're exactly what it is a form. But instead of taking a form, taking a high percentage combination and giving that a name, combining the two things, right? So, um, now who has the right to? Give these combinations a name. Uh, me. There we go. Uh, I'll say that. It's me. I've been doing martial arts for 29 years. Uh, I don't feel I'm a master, but I've dedicated my life to the arts. And uh, I've become pretty successful with myself and others. Two-time coach of the year. World titles with my students. World titles for myself. Been there, done that. And uh, it's, I'll say I have the credibility of the stamp to do it. Yeah. Which enhanced now ranking. Why are you ranking in kickboxing? Because I said so. Okay. Because I made an actual system, you know? Yep. And who's to give you the right? No, nobody, me, my experience, where it come from. So um, I care too much about the arts, getting a sidetrack, jumping into this now, but I care too much about kickboxing and martial arts to not solidify and pull together and make it an actual system and say, hey, guys, uh, you're a credible trainer like Anthony Hardonk. Yep. Uh, he's doing ranking. I fully respect that. I'm doing ranking as well. Let's do the same color scheme. Let's work together a little bit. What are your basics of kickboxing that your students should know? I want to make sure what your students know and my students know so it's somewhat of, the, of the, the same feel. So if you have one of your students come to my academy and they're a blue belt or a purple belt, they can wear a blue belt or a purple belt in my academy as well. Same scenario as wow. uh, jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah. Unifying it all. Because if you learn armbar here, you're going to learn that same armbar over here. Maybe a more passionate coach, but the same detail should be in place because an armbar is an armbar for the most part, right? Same thing with combinations. So just trying to, not trying, but am in the process of unifying and making kickboxing a more solid martial art. That's Ranking awesome. Ranking and not forms, but combinations and things like that. And just it's just a good way to communicate. You That's know? a great That's way. Great, they're, yeah. they're, they're shadow boxing. I can tell them, all right, four, you know, pop, 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 pop. All right, four, step around. Or if we're on the pads, I can call the combo form. Or if he's fighting or if he's sparring, I can talk to him. Hit him with the four, step around. It's a way to communicate and to chunk information together, condense it, and make sure you're having clear pathways verbally because that's how we communicate when they fight. And keeping that keeping the end result of them competing that's the highest standard and work your way backwards what can we still pull from the live fight what information can we still use in the live fight that i can use with my, with my day one students yeah. well the tags and the combinations to be able to train the same combinations safely in order for these guys to get healthier to lose some weight to have some fun to build a community to learn a natural an actual martial art that can help save their life or you know if they have to defend themselves or just saving their life by keeping them healthy sure and what's the next step they want to have a better workout well they just start eating cleaner well guess what dolce diet what supplement should i take on it here you go my joints hurt what do you need glc working with people inside your community to help them become better and that's what i do that's what you do that's what on it does Oh, I love where it. Where you at, ninjas? Yeah. Where you at, Bob? I Damn, just, just like myself motivated. How'd that start? See these rants? 
just I come love out. it. Thank you. Thank you. So how'd that start? I don't know. Sorry, guys. It's all in the mind uh, of Dwayne. Yeah. That's it. I, as you can tell, my mind jumps around. But that's, this is what I do. It's where I am in martial arts and so let's, help people become better. Let's go a little bit deeper into yeah. like, you are a, <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> a wealth of knowledge. In just in martial arts in general, mixed martial arts, specified forts, uh, sports, you know the lineage of certain styles of fighting, which I just find fascinating. So let's talk about your own specific style and your system. How do you categorize your system? And then let's take that further to what are you doing with someone like an Antonio Hardon? And then possibly any other Sensei Rutan. So Sensei Rutan okay. and I are working together to because he has his system. You know, he he's yeah. he's the first guy to actually have an actual system. And then again, it's taking combinations and chunking them together. So and I've trained with him since I was eighteen. I always have. Just spent some time with him a couple about a month ago. Did a seminar at his academy. So we still have that com- that connection. That's who, where I've earned my black belt from. So uh, Bang with Thai is a very specific striking system that's geared towards mixed martial arts, and it's been massively influenced by the Dutch striking system of former UFC heavyweight champion Sensei Basrun, who I've earned my black belt yeah. through. So, and uh, and then his original style is Kyokushin Karate and Taekwondo. So it all stems back from the actual karate lineage. And talk about karate lineage, you know, Gichin Funakoshi, and then John Blooming, Sensei Rutan earned his fifth damn black belt from John Blooming, who earned his black belt under Machi Masuyama and Gichin Funakoshi. Sorry, um, and then. That's where I got my black belt from, Sensei Rutan. So I have direct lineage to the first guy who actually brought Kyokushin Karate, well, Shotokan Karate, to Japan before Masayama created a Kyokushin. Kyokushin means the ultimate truth. Uh, for the people who are interested, they can find out why the different names. I kind of leave that one up. But actually, the first guy, like the only that. guy to research that was uh, Kenny Schaefer. Of so, course it was. So the Shotokan course. and Kyokushin. Kyokushin means the ultimate truth, so that means there must have been something in the Shotokan that he didn't necessarily agree with. Yeah. Um, I actually, I know what it is, but uh, the only guy to actually research it so far has been Kenny Schaefer. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, taking, uh, you know, a sense of root and style and then, you know, adapting my own style and then uh, martial arts, in, in my mind, has really evolved or it has over the years because of the UFC, but specifically me and my fighters because I came with an actual system and a style from Sensei Rune to Bang With High. And then when I took the position to be the coach of 30-plus fighters in Sacramento, I had to have different paths and avenues to connect with them to pull out their full potential. Hence, okay, there's different ways to connect with people. There's different combinations that people can use. Ortho, southpaw, distance, in close. He likes to wrestle. What's he like? i got to help him become his the best athlete he can be, best martial artist. So that just built a massive library of drills and combinations. So boom, there's Bang Muay Thai. It just always consistently evolves and refines. And even my the requirements for my system, that's always changing because the system's always changing. We're always finding the next piece, the next puzzle, and just putting it together and adding new things in, taking old things out. Still, you know, touch a base on them sometimes, not necessarily neglecting them, but just revamping the system. And it's awesome to be not... Well, I say like we're on the cutting edge. Like I feel like I'm changing martial arts, helping it become better. I mean, look at T.J. Dillashaw. He is a modern day ninja. Yeah, he's the be- he's the number one fighter right now. Yeah, boom, there it is. Uh, I think we all agree that he was not the winner of that fight, but that was because well, so we all agree he won the fight, but he lost the title because it was a BS call. I mean, okay. he won that freaking yeah. fight, three rounds to two. Everyone that I talked to understands that and uh him fighting a sensio now and then he, it's just it's a good warm-up fight you know just to stay busy yep. uh can't look overlook a sensio he's sure. tough we lost a, a split decision him in brazil a couple years ago so it's good to get that fight back but it's just an excellent fight to 
keep TJ sharp. And TJ will be wearing the belt by the end of the year, specifically actually December. Yep. He'll be wearing the belt. I love it. Mm-hmm. And so after a Sun Sal, it's so does Cruz have anybody coming up or he's that no, title? No, uh, I think so. It, it'll be TJ will be fighting Cruz end of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I gotcha. TJ beats Sun Sal, boom. Yep. When, I should say. Mm-hmm. Then he's fighting that Cruz Saturday. The gotcha. UFC 200. Okay. Uh, giant. Qu- quick. Uh, yeah. Flying, this, flying. this is a crazy weekend. Yeah. So many fights and cars in advance. I mean, you know, I first came out here for the Dolce Diet podcast. That's right. There you go. Super, yep. super show. And then uh, TJ's like, hey, do you think you could corn me? I was like, sure, I'll stay around a couple more days. And I'll be here anyway. As long as it doesn't interfere with that podcast. There we go. When is it? Yeah. So, you know, it's good. But, uh, yeah, the first question was like martial art lineage and where does it come from and having the system and yep. jumped around. So, but uh, that's, you know, that's, that's all I do. Teach martial arts. And now martial artists. working with other coaches, because I see great yes, sir. Um, opportunity at, but also there I see the possibility of conflict because of, there's a business side to it. So how are you able to work with, nice. and there's some great guys that have similar philosophies, I think, to us when it comes to business and helping people. And it's pretty easy to work with people when it's not about money and then money is able to come in as a result of work. But how are you able to kind of collaborate without the ego coming in? Cause ego is also a nasty thing. Not that, not for yourself, of course, <laughs> but other people are like, Oh no, well, Dwayne, I do it like this. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, well you're wrong, but <laughs> well, no, well, yeah, you know, as far as, so as far as, okay, well I do it like this. Uh, the question is, it, how does that work? Collaborate business wise. Um, well, go both, well, whichever way you want. Technique, I'm more comfortable with. I guess more uh, knowledgeable, I should say. And looking back at the end result, and the end result is you hitting and not getting hit, so we can win yeah. the fight. Okay. So if you can pull it off, then sweet, show me. Okay, I like it. Let's keep it, or let's find a different setup, a different entry, a different exit. Let's collaborate and build off of this. Let's just not just leave it at that. Let's just make this better. So that's what I do. It's not do what I say. It's do well kind of do what I say because I feel this is the better way in order for you to become successful, period. So it's becoming success- successful so they can they can win the fight and, have, and receive less damage. Yeah. And again, making people become better, helping them become better. That's and the end result. Is there anyone besides Hardunk that you're working on? Uh, so I keep saying Hardunk. You know, Root, since they you know, started with him um, and then reached out to, to Hardunk because they seen he had a system as well. And then uh, one of his students, uh, Ben Saunders, actually, who was my first honorary Ben, ben Saunders, uh, uh, UFC, Killerby. yeah, yeah Killerby. Oh, oh shit, nice. He uh, he trained hard on for a while. He had a black he earned a black belt in kickboxing under a Majero rep in Florida. I forgot the guy's name, and then he was wearing a black belt in uh, Hardonk's camp. And then he came to my camp, so I gave him not gave him, but that was allowed him to wear his black belt, his black shirt yep. in my academy where I trained, and that just got to me, you know, got me thinking like, hey, you know, let's uh, work together and. And, and did and he have the skills and, to be a black belt in uh, your system? Well, my system's pretty unique. You know, nobody does what we do. Sure. You know, with the footwork and the angles and the orthodox and the southpaw. So, uh, different requirements. Sure. Uh, so I, I, it doesn't mean black, are you white, good. No. It means are you proficient in this system? In my system, yeah. Sure. Because like ranking in Bang with Thai is based off two things. Time and then understand the material. Now, understand the material consists of three things. Being able to perform it. Being able to hold it, so being able to perform the combinations yep. as as we train Dutch style, where we catch each other's mitts. Uh, being able to hold the combinations as well, and then the third step is being able to teach it. Because if you could teach it, then that means you understand it. Yeah. So you know, understand the material and then time. So yeah, now time. Um, good example, T.J. Delashaw. He's been training with me for three, four years now. Yep. Uh, he is surpassed by far any requirement, a combination, or drill that I can create for him to earn a black belt. But it's just a time thing as well. So he's still a brown belt, yeah. but 
technically, athletically, ninja level, like, you know, he's he's the cream of the crop. Yep. So just putting in the time now. And uh, but yeah. What is accomplished, and it's a great point, and maybe you can help explain to our listeners that the time, what is the time accomplished? Because the time might be the most important aspect. Most important thing is to, to, be, to be, to mature and get to know the person, right? And, and to experience some bumps in the road or yeah. good times or whatever it may be and see how we both react and respond during the scenarios, right? And how we come through this. Because again, being an accountable human being and leading by example, but now with, it's like I'm giving a black belt or I haven't, well, I have one black belt, Wally McDonald, who's an excellent martial artist. Love that guy. Uh, but you know, it, it, rank is also how I morally feel about the person as well. If they're a shithead and they're always beating up their partners or hurting them in sparring, you know that's not an accountable human being. He's hurting people. I don't think he should be a black belt. But uh, but I've done that before. Like I've had sparring sessions where I'm trying to hurt the guy, right? But that was before I earned my black belt. Not that I wouldn't but do they it. They deserved it. But I feel you know <laughs> they're on the list. <laughs> off my beliefs, here it goes back to the list. You on the list, mother? <laughs> uh, so uh, you know is it. To give a black belt, it's it's time as material, but then also it can't be a shithead, right? Yeah. But then now, who am I to judge that aspect? That that gets a little bit gray for me. Sure. And the, then by them putting in the time over a series of, of years, it shows that they're truly dedicated to the art. Mm-hmm. And just because they're athletically talented doesn't necessarily mean they're worthy of a black belt designation. Correct. So black belt's more than a trophy. Correct. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. something that can never be taken yeah. away. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a life accomplishment right there. And I know people, I know people that have you know rolled jujitsu for almost twenty years. They want to get their black belt yeah. one day, and they're maybe their their purples and their browns because they don't have the athletic ability. But through time and through passion, they've worked their way through the belt system. And, you know, I know some guys that after ten years were finally able to get a, a black belt. Let's say, or were stoked to get a brown belt after ten years yeah. because athletically they're not talented. But through hard work, sheer determination, passion for the sport, and like you said, the ability to instruct, because mm-hmm. those are the first guys that are helping the whites and the blues on the mat. And that's, Correct. to me, that's more of a martial artist yes, than sir. just a badass fighter Correct. who knows all the skills and techniques. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Mind very, very cool. 100%, yep. Cool system. Which is going back to a leading by example, right? Which, yep. like, when I coach my uh, my. The guys who compete, the fighters, you know, I give them four roles, show up on time, get better, get tired, take care of your partner. There you Boom. go. So simple things like that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's uh, just helping people become, again, become better. Like that, that's, just, that's just my thing. It makes me feel good to give back, to help humanity grow. Now let's talk about Ludwig Martial Arts. Yes, sir. You're about a year and a half now into the actual physical operation. Um, then this is, so Bang Muay Thai is the system, the striking system. Ludwig Martial Arts is the actual dojo, the, the place to train. And do you have a, like a dojo name for it? Is it a fitness academy or? Uh, just Ludwig Martial Arts. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> now with that, let's say the Bob comes walking off the street and the Bob. Hey, hey how you doing? He wants to train and he goes through your onboarding process and you feel he's a right fit and he's super stoked to change his life through Ludwig Martial Arts. What can he expect that nice. first class when he walks in the door. A great, friendly atmosphere. Everyone's there to, to encourage and, and to help get along because we like the higher ranks, they'll, they'll hold for the lower ranks and help make sure they're, they're holding correctly and throwing the combinations correctly, reinforcing their learning and teaching habits, right? So it's just that's one of the main things I get from people when they come and visit. Everyone's just so friendly and willing to help. There's zero egos. We all have a fun time. We, we sweat. We have good smiles and listen to good music and just throw combinations and have fun, you know? So that's what to expect. You get sweaty, uh, get a little sore, and have a good time. You yep. know, be smiling. 
and they walk in typically as a white belt. Yes, sir. Yeah, everyone uh, is white belt, and that goes. Yep. Sorry. And then, and do the majority of your students walk in with the goal of attaining blue and purple and going through the system? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. There's the goal sheet in the when they initially enroll, fill out the waiver and stuff. Right. We have a little goal list. What are their goals? And some people have just different goals. You know, some people want to compete. Some people want to just uh, train martial arts, lose weight, have a community, have a place to go. You know. So um, a couple of different goals for people. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then to, and you have multiple sits, so you have Bang Muay Thai. Yeah, Bang Muay Thai, you know, yeah. kickboxing, and then we have jiu-jitsu as well. Coach uh, James Guyton, who is a freaking jiu-jitsu ninja. Awesome. Uh, he's a brown belt right now. I'm not quite sure where he got his brown belt from, but he spent a lot of time training with the Mendez brothers at the Art of Jiu-Jitsu. Sure. And this guy is very, very detailed and a, a excellent example of a martial artist who understands jujitsu and understands how to teach and share jujitsu because that's huge. Being able to break it down and have your students learn. Uh, we've had, uh, you know, it's just it's it's good to have a good quality instructor. I'll say that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Kenny Schaefer runs Kenny a fitness Schaefer program runs for you now. Fitness program. He's a, he's a ninja as well. Very passionate coach. Very detailed. Yep. Making sure the students are getting better. Yep. Yep. So awesome. He's awesome. Okay. He, he's a, he's a great human being. And he was actually our was it last month the month before he was actually our, our coach of the month. I think it was the oh nice two cool. months yeah. ago yeah. Yeah, Very nice. yeah, that's cool. Crushing it changes people's yeah. lives through nutrition, yes. also, mm-hmm. which uh, I mean, we love having Kenny be a part of the team, and it's awesome that he's you know your guy up there, you know, killing it in uh, at Ludwig Martial Arts. So now let's also talk about Bang Muay Thai online. Oh yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah. So let's let's uh, you guys. So you you're multi multi dimensional platforms oh, course, yeah. curriculum. So Different let's talk about that a little bit. Cool. So people that don't live in Colorado, yeah. but they still want to learn Bang Muay Thai, mm-hmm. how can they go about that? Uh, bangmuaythai.com. Go on there. I have my oh, own that's simple. Oh, shit. Sure. Interview over. There you go. Yeah, it's a, uh, uh, I have a whole video library and teaching them how to correctly perform martial arts, how yep. to do the combinations, how to hold the combinations. It, it, it's cool. It's a, it's, it's a direct access to a lifelong martial artist, you know, like, uh, and other people have this now as well. I started off with jujitsu, like the Mendez brothers has their online academy. I've always had contact with Sensei Rutan. So just bringing those things together and making sure people have contact with high quality martial arts that's trained safely in order to people, in order for people to become better, you know, uh, I have a whole video library of showing them the basics of how to stand, you know, how to move. And then a million drills and combinations for people to have fun with. Right. And, uh, it's awesome when we have new students come in or people traveling, they'll, they'll pop in and they're there to test and they know the material from the website. Like, that's awesome. Like, right, you know, show me the Deckers, da, 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 da. They do it. Show me the boss, da, da, da. Let me see the sticks. Let me see the TJ. And they know the combinations. I've never met them. Wow. Like, that's cool. You know, that's, you know, it's going across country and talking to somebody in English. Like, oh, they, they know the same language as I do. Like, yeah. yeah. It's kind of fun to, to connect and communicate, you know? So you know, there. Just a whole bunch of drills and combinations, just teaching martial arts and sharing. For, so people, can get qualities. I've spent a lot of time and countless hours, probably years, of just doing stupid things because I just didn't know any better, right? Sure. This is the best I can put forth right now is what's on the video library. So watch that, learn. Because I've learned a lot from Rob Kamen's videotapes, yeah. Sensei Rubin's videotapes, and VHS tapes. Yeah. And, uh, they, they're, they're awesome. I put in the time and put in the effort and watched them, wrote down the drills combinations, performed with shadow boxing on the bag. And found a partner, uh, Oscar Martinez, Christian Allen, yep. Trevor Whitman. You know, let's do these drills and combinations and just uh, keep growing and building. There we go. And mm-hmm. so with bangmuaythai.com? Yeah, I have an online academy. And I you know take a uh, day one student yep. who's never done anything, teach them how to stand. And again, basic motion and then combinations all the way up to 
the most pro elite ninja level drills that uh, that we're doing to this day. Like we're always recording and adding things. And then uh, with that, we have the online academy. Or sorry, the, the affiliate system as well. Yep. Where I teach other school owners how to run an academy successfully with martial arts. You know, I tie it all together and how to teach how them for them how to teach it properly, how to deal with fighters, how to deal with day one students, and all the different spectrum of uh, students in between there. There you go. And with your online academy, the students can actually, so they'll learn the curriculum as, you know, with your teaching on video, they'll practice on their own with their friends, training partners, whatnot, and then they can actually come and test either so, with you in Colorado, can they test at one of the local academies uh, or some affiliates? Academy, some of the affiliates uh, are set up for that. Okay. Some aren't. Uh, the best thing is to come with me directly. Sure. Right? Come to Colorado. Obviously, Colorado's awesome. Everyone wants to move in there. Yep. Um, not that we're accepting new people. No. <laughs> as a state or as, as an academy? As a state. Colorado's closed its, its borders. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Uh, no, it's uh, it's getting packed. Like, For sure. A lot of people there. It's cool. It's growing there. It's called Weed's Legal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Charlotte's Web, uh, the medicine that helped the uh, little daughter, or uh, little girl Charlotte, helped her with her epilepsy. Yep. Her epilepsy. Yeah. Epilepsy. Okay. And uh, she was having like crazy amount of seizures. Took this specific strand of marijuana or CBD yep. from the hemp plant or something. I'm not quite yep. sure how it's extracted, and it's the only thing that they could find that saved her. Wow. Now she's down to she she had multiple seizures. Like we one every 15 minutes is what it came down to. What is it? 400 a week, oh and then God. now she's. I don't think she she has them anymore, or it's one every six months or something crazy. Wow! So it literally changed her life, and a lot of families couldn't have access to that medicine. So they that's the one. Well, because of marijuana, but then specifically this drug for the medical side, a lot of families moved to Colorado so they can have access to it because you couldn't ship it outside of Colorado. So crazy. Um, anyway, Colorado's blown up. You know, it, it's awesome. It's uh, anyway have this online academy members. Yep. They learn the drills and the combinations. They come into the academy. They test. You know, I evaluate them, and you know they earn the rank or not. There we go. But even if they don't. They just a good workout and come see how we run things and that's it you know come get a a personal evaluation by a ninja cool you know maybe you'll see tj tj dillashaw on there benavides um you know we still we train day one people all the way up to the most elite level and your elite athlete they're training on the mats at the same time as the right off the street correct yep which is so rare in most martial arts facilities mixed martial arts gyms there's the private Mm -hmm. pro training yeah and then and because there's just different levels of training too. Sure. Like when it's time to to drill the combinations, to get your footwork and your timing, like boom, there's there's no contact, right? And I get yeah. punched in the face. We're doing these actual drills on the pads or with each other. But now with sparring time, that's a separate time, right? That we don't allow the uh, the average members to spar or to do the shot, right? Yeah. If you bring them to the or bring TJ to another academy, he trains at the team elevation and works with the fighters sure. there, right? So, um, but yeah, so that's why. You know, the average people can train with TJ Dillashaw on the mat and Benavides and stuff because that's drill time. It's that's not awesome. sparring time, just so we're clear about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go train TJ and get beat up. Yeah. yeah. No. And that's <laughs> like, and, and those listening understand that's like being able to go and, and shoot hoops with LeBron James and yeah, Kobe Bryant. Exactly. But practicing for real, yep. not just you bump into them and they shoot a basket. Like you're going every day at the same time and you're actually training alongside greatness. Mm-hmm. Correct. And again, once you, you kind of get past that, oh my God, it's TJ Dillashaw, you realize, well, no, that's, that's just TJ. Yep. And that's just, that's just the guy in class eventually, and that's just my teammate. It comes down to that point. That's the guy who was like you and dedicated his life to becoming better. And he's in the pursuit of excellence. Yep. So let that be an example and a motivator of what can be done yep. if you dedicate. 
just farther down the road yep. than where these young men and women are starting, which is awesome. That's what I love about martial Same arts and, and this whole uh, lifestyle. Learning how to acquire information, become better, to study, to improve in those same key principles can be channeled to any other avenue, Yeah, whether it's business, friendships, relationships, whatever it is. Yep. Great segue into business. So now you are, you're an entrepreneur. And you're actually building a dynasty for yourself yes, now, sir. which as a, your friend of, of course, Mr. and Mrs. Ludwig, it's so fucking awesome for me to watch your world domination because now you're out there, you're doing it. And we've had conversations kind of in the early days of, of our you know joint struggle. Yep. Fuck. Got rent coming up. Mm. Yeah. And I think I'm going to have to eat this month too. <laughs> on top of fuck. But now what do I do? Yeah. You know, those days to see now, but I love what you're doing is you're giving back because there's a lot of ways sure. to make money just for the sake of making money. You can hurt a lot of people along the way. Yeah. You actually flipped it. And how many people can I help? Mm-hmm. And as a byproduct, byproduct, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to make a little bit of money off that. Yeah, for sure. Everyone in the top profession should be paid, right? And I'm, I'm definitely Absolutely. paid. I'm taking care of. Uh, I'm definitely not rich at all. I still have to make sure I'm on the budget. The Six laws of money. Yes, I right. learned from Mr. Dolce. But bam. Yes, sir. And my kids know it. I love it. Bang knows it. His little speech is cool. I'm recording a speech with him. Yeah, I'm going to post it here soon. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, you know, people have to earn it. It's one thing that, you know, how civilization is set up. There's, there's a financial aspect, right? Yep. So my end result is for my family and I to live long, healthy, happy, and productive lives. Yep. Well, how does that happen? That's not by worrying about your fucking rent. It's yep. by having everything paid off and living in operating off of a budget and understanding your numbers, just like you understand how to control your body, you got to understand how to control the mind with your eating habits, your financial habits, everything. So, uh, yeah, I learned a lot of lessons and that's again from martial arts, having a, a fight set or a goal set and making sure, okay, I have a, you know, two month window. Say it's a fight and we're given a two month window. I have two months. I'm going to take a month to get better and do these new drills and combinations. And I'm going to take the next month to perform those drills and combinations in live sparring the closest to the fighting as I can. Right? So, teaching yourself how to acquire the information that you need to obtain your goal and then the correct process and breaking that down. You know, it's just like uh, budgeting your money. You have a uh, hundred bucks at the end of the week. You got to, you know, there's seven days. What do you, how, how are you going to break it up? Boom. You're going to blow it all one mil. No, we got to eat ramens. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, being, you know, learn how to, uh, diversify, yep. figure things out, problem solve. You know, it's a, it's a good journey. It's the same thing if, you know, it's a combination. You have an opponent in front of you, I figure out how to become successful. What's the goal? Well, hitting and not getting hit. How do we do this? There's certain angles and combinations that are more successful for your body type and style versus, you know, against this guy. So let's drill those things. Let's focus on what we need to do to become successful. I don't want to focus on worries or, or pains or anything that's not going to help me. I want to focus on only what's going to help me obtain my goal. Yep. And with this, there's, there's a discipline to it. Exactly, yeah. And the discipline is universal no matter what the pursuit. You have to be disciplined, disciplined to the craft, disciplined to the art, disciplined to the knowledge, to the research, to the education, and then to the application. And most people don't succeed because somewhere along that path, they lose their discipline. And in our world of health and fitness, they just make excuses for themselves. I I ate, you know, so good yesterday so I can have a some pizza today. I worked out yesterday, so I'm just going to take today off. But that type of attitude becomes um, contrary to what their long-term goals are, and they never actually get there. And it, it, you know, for you and your path, you're so analytical in your approach to martial arts. You have a very mathematical brain, um, you know, an engineering type of, of mentality, and you're, I can see that you apply that to all aspects of your life. Even when you talk about budgeting and finance and such, it's the same basic formula that you apply to 
excelling as a martial artist. Yep, yep. And, and that's, those are the universal truths. That's, it's a universal formula. That, it, nice. It's always correct. It just sounds better when you say it. I, I don't know about <laughs> that. I just make shit up over here. Me as well. Combinations too. It yeah, just works sometimes. And it just most works. Time, yeah. But it's, it's through experience. It's through education. And it's through application. And most people don't apply. Nice. Um, they don't apply the knowledge. And, you know, in, in my nice. field of nutrition, there's a lot of, of you know, masters. Uh, I just yeah. aggressively pointed at Mr. Dolce. He did. Like confirmation that when he said I agreed with. I'm oh, sorry. Bam. See that, people? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, there's 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 the 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 pursuit of education and there's many people that that achieve that mm-hmm. they go to school they take the test they pass the test they absorb the information but they don't apply that information they believe that they can just be released in the workforce and they should achieve a certain level of success like some people they pay the money to open a facility and they have the best mats and they have the best bags mm-hmm. and they have all the good marketing and what happens yeah well, students don't show up and the classes are never full because well, there's no they, they can't apply the, the the strategy or the system of martial arts or they don't haven't they haven't cultivated the energy and the atmosphere inside the facility through leadership in order for them to be successful and those things fall apart. So I think you know application, application. is the application of that education that you have because with application comes trial and error. Mm-hmm. I mean how many combinations have yeah. you created that you're like, oh shit, nope, I just got punched in the fucking face yeah. off that one. A lot. Uh, uh, and yeah. then what happens? <laughs> yeah. Because you got to adjust. You adjust. Fine. Yeah. And that's where success comes in. Yeah. It comes in that adjustment. So it's not that straight line of, ah, I came up with an idea. Uh, I'm going to, you know, and I, I don't know your, your combinations for sure, so I'm not even going to dare say them. But you have an idea how oh, this works. It, 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 it's always going to work that way. So I'm, I'm not even going to try it. And it might work for a killer bee, Ben Saunders, who's like yeah. six foot four and fucking yeah. 8,000 yeah. inch reach. Yeah. But it might not work for Joe Benavitez, Correct. who's equally skilled, you know, we make an argument, equally skilled athlete, that combination will not work at all for him or for vice versa, yeah. either or. So now what do I do in that situation? Mm-hmm. And it comes down to education, application, and recreation. Oh, nice, good call. Yeah, like there that. we go. Just Very, making shit right. up once yeah. again. For keeping kids good. It's uh, application. Good, good piece of the puzzle there because... A lot of martial arts, and the topic I'm going to talk about is sparring versus drilling and at what aspect do you combine the two or can you combine the two or at what levels do you do that? Again, application. Now, let's say we take a combination, we shadow box it, we put it on the pads, and then people just spar, and then they fight. Well, there's a whole gray area in between the pads and actual sparring and it's sparring drills and operating just outside your comfort zone, but giving yourself enough time to properly respond, slowing down the timing and the power, right? Slowing down the speed and the power, giving yourself enough time to respond properly with the combination. That's where I feel I excel in that gray area of world, making sure people are dedicating roles and setting the handicap. So the role is you're going to throw your jab, but you're allowing me to counter the jab, Bob. Okay, cool. But I'm not going to take advantage of that and just crack them with the overhand. I'm just going to find the timing when the jab comes just slip inside through the overhand and just get the timing of that, get the feel for that. And the more comfortable I feel, they'll ask him to pick up the speed and the power and then add some motion then find the timing off of that. But just turning up the heat a little bit and operating just outside of the comfort zone is the same principle for life to grow. Boom. Oops, ninjas. Good knowledge drop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just simple things like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, as simple as to the jab, to a combination, orthodox softball, who we're talking about, who it is as far as breaking it down that way. Um, just creating those little gray areas to operate in. Yeah. And they're the areas that always happen and occur. And how are we going to adjust and react to them is how our perspective is developed. Yeah. Knowledge. Damn. Damn. Sorry. Knowledge. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Love it. Yeah, it's I'm like, I'm like, I'm just sitting here pondering now. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> yeah, Try, I gotta like, go back and listen to this like three times. I know. Sorry, I guess, no, yeah, I love it. Still yeah, thinking but, about uh, it. Yeah, just taking the you know taking the scenario and to become familiar with it, you have to be present in in that scenario. Yeah. And then uh, as a scenario is taking place, have it take place at a pace where you can pay attention to what's going on. Yep. Whether it's business or conversation or whatever it is, and that's something I need to remind myself. It's not to get so excited and to talk fast. And making sure I'm being clear with my communication. Uh huh. So the passion takes over. Evolution. Start rambling. <laughs> I got to get this information now. We only have a minute to do it. Let's Duh. go. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's you have all the information, and that's a great point. That speaking with Mr. Rich Kiley. Yeah. Um, recently, awesome. as we kick off our Living Lean Boot Camp out here, and he's running our boot camps for us. Oh, cool. And we're talking about because he's you know a, um, a, a Division One. Yeah. Um, you know, nationally ranked wrestler. Um, He's a college-level wrestling coach. I mean, he actually left his college wrestling job to come here and work for us. And it's a matter of the conveyance of information is actually one of the most important aspects of being a coach because you could be the most um, knowledgeable coach in the game. You could know every attack and every defense and every counter and every position. But if you can't convey or communicate that information to your student, and further, if you can't convey that information to a vast array of students, you're not the best coach out there. Mm-hmm. And so, and Reed's excellent coach. And I'm talking about, you know, my style per se of coaching. I'm, I'm comfortable coaching to the masses. I can coach in front of a room of a thousand people or so, nice. and, and I can get them each engaged nice. in the engaged. system. Nice. And another, you know, high level coach will. With equal, because I won't say more, but with equal training experience, they won't have the same type of reaction because they can't convey or communicate that information. And part of that, and, and you know, kind of touching on your point and speaking with Ridge, it's a matter of making sure that people are entertained to a degree. And this kind of, because that's... Yep. Why am I going to? And we've all sat in class with the brilliant professor, let's say, or the technician or the expert. And just after three minutes, you're like, "Oh my fucking god!" Mm-hmm. And you kind of want to grab your phone and see what's on Instagram. They don't. They're not entertaining you. They're not keeping your attention. How do I get their attention? I have to keep their attention. I'll raise my voice and make sure that they're paying attention, or say, drop a little quote, or sometimes I'll even resort to dropping a curse word here or there, depending on who the audience that. was. That I'm good at that. I'm, I'm good at that too. And yeah. it depends on the audience. Yeah. So it's keeping their attention so you can communicate and convey this information to make them better because that's why they're here. They're here for information. And how can I give them this information? that they can use in their own day, their own life, their own workout, what have you. So it, it's a matter of, you know, and I'm kind of now going my own little yeah, rant off of the ability because uh, to communicate, mm-hmm. you can have, and some of our content, I'll keep pointing at my stuff because that's what I know about, some of our content, we intentionally don't get science heavy in our content because nobody wants to read that shit. Mm-hmm. They just want to know, what do I have it to do? Not, yeah. And maybe why? They don't want to have. They don't want to know what the chemical reaction is. They don't really need to understand the digestive process. They just want to know what should I eat, mm-hmm. how often. How do my text see you when I was cutting weight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you don't you don't care about electrolyte balances. What do I? How, what how I much? Eat? How much? Yeah. And when? What? Cool. Can I put hot sauce on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Cholula. Cholula. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> it's interesting. So again, it's it just. The conveyance of information is is as important or even more important than the actual information that's as long as the information is correct. 
Yeah, that's why I think you see some boxers, some boxers that are become world champions, and their dads training them, and the dads never box. Yeah, how the hell does that happen? That's crazy, but that has that's a happened. Great point. You know, um, and now it's it's the again the delivery, the information. Just like there are some awesome fighters who aren't as awesome as a teacher or a coach. Yeah, uh, I turned out to be good at both. Awesome. Right? And I think you know better coaching. I'm good at adapting and helping them, finding ways to figure things out, problem solve. Yeah. You know, to again to enhance. Uh, but uh, now with that being said, keeping the audience or going back to the martial arts side with the students and retention that coming back from this business is how do you keep the retention with it was a thing? How do you keep yeah. them coming back? How do you keep them engaged? Well, I'm not selling belts. They have to earn the right to rank up, right? So um, if they're statement. not getting better, then maybe the UFC gym down the street is a better option for you. And I tell my students that. You, you're expected to get better here. You're not expected to go through the motions. Um, if you're putting in the time and the effort, you will get better. There's no choice but to get better when you're doing the proper drills and combinations. So as long as you just keep showing up, you will get better. But no, you can't buy a belt. The T-shirts the are <laughs> for sale. There we go. But you have to earn the rank on the mat, just so we're clear about that. Yep. Um, but, but, so, but that same topic, some academies too, that karate, taekwondo, I'm not pointing anyone's specific style or academy out, but will basically sell belts. You know, they just keep showing up. They're not getting better. They're going to get ranked up because they came to seven classes or whatever it is. So um, that's just a different business model. Yeah. Like a business model, they have to earn and They have to earn it because if they earn it, then they respect it. Now, with that being flipped to the financial side, people don't respect what's free. Yeah. They respect and they are more aware of what they've earned. They're going to earn it if they pay for it a little bit that has to happen I think it's part of the civilization again how we're set up our civilization is set up financially right that people respect things more that they have to pay for it that's just the way it is free there's, items they, yeah. they, it's just like Napoleon Hill said yep. there's the free library and look how many dummies there are or the access with our phones now right and look how many stupid people are yeah. like, I'm one of them right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking with my wife she says I'm smart or I'm creative I feel I'm creative but the, how I'm as successful as I am I'm, I'm not quite sure <laughs> Because I'm passionate and I love what I do. I'm a martial artist. I'm helping my service back. To, I do know because I am producing a quality product back to the world in order for people to become better. That's why I'm successful because I genuinely care for what I do. But um, I don't chase the money. I just passionately love what I do. I'm a martial artist and helping people become better. That's just fun. That's why I'm successful. But jokingly, like as far as like school or knowledge or stuff, well, I know a lot of stuff though too. So huh. uh, as far as like, equating it to going to college to get a degree, to get a job, like, no, I'm following my, my path, my passion, which is martial arts. So uh, that's why I'm successful, but it's still kind of a trip because um, I'm just literally making stuff up as I go. There you go. Boom. But it's the right stuff. And it has to be because if you keep, <laughs> it, it, it's the right stuff because it's, it's high percentage and it's helping people become better. Boom. So there you go. And you're making it up through experience. The experience, 29 years of experience, and it's still, again, I'm applying the knowledge daily. Yep. I'm still holding myths, mm -hmm. watching footage, watching sparring. I'm, I'm, I'm at the top of the heap. I'm not, you know, trying to play catch up. I'm the guy developing, and not the same. I'm the best, but I'm, I'm right there with him. I'll say that. Absolutely. I like to use the term that you're riding. I mean, sorry. The crest of the wave. Nice. There you go. Yeah. And I'm definitely just like TJ in the pursuit of excellence. Yep. So each time that you work with an athlete. You use what worked previously and you get rid of the things that don't or you've learned the lesson from the last camp, the last athlete. How does this get better? And how do we get better? How do we get better? How do That's we get it. better? So it's it's a constant pursuit and it's a weekly pursuit. Every Saturday night, you know, per se, you're competing again. Your athlete's competing again over and over. And yeah. there's always a new camp. There's always a new opponent. There's always a new title. There's always a new hill. How do we get better? How do we do it better? How could we become better? How do we... 
hit more and get hit less. Yes, sir. Yeah. And there's that will never end. That pursuit will never end. Yep. So when you say that you're making stuff up, agreed, but at the same time, you're creating the new creating. fact. Yep, the correct. new reality nice. is, is what you're essentially doing. I agree. And once again, it sounds better when you say it. Boom. There we I go. Love it, Mr. Dolce. Make it, make it and, and, and then even getting better isn't necessarily to hit harder, but just to make that combo smoother now, or even to get it better, how do we take that same combination that worked live and drill that safely and work our way back down the chain, but still keep the authentic timing and accuracy of it without hurting each other. Again, making sure we're getting better, not hurting. Because like what I tell my sparring class, we're here to get better, not to see who's better. Oh, my, my, my gears in the car. I love no. that. <laughs> 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 well, uh, fun. I love uh, it. Yeah. But, you know, making sure you're setting the role and dedicating the handicap, you know, just making sure that there's an actual goal in place. Too much of a control freak. I want to make sure we're always taking strides and steps forward. Yep. What's awesome, as you're talking, I've been on the mats as your student before. And those listening and anyone who has the ability to go to a Dwayne Bang Ludwig seminar go to one of your speaking engagements well, yeah, july 23rd uh, in austin i'll be doing a seminar on it but boom, boom july 23rd in so, austin huh july 23rd pretty austin. sure it's the 23rd huh. maybe it's july 20 yeah yep july 23rd i love that i should post that more often y- yeah i'll fucking post that for you i'm, I'm like shit i'll probably sign up for that too. Come on in. yeah you're gonna be I'm coming I'll, I'll be there i'm gonna see cool. actually i'm nice. gonna definitely see i know kenny wants to go oh shit be all big old fun he's like yeah yeah um but those listening, the ability, and I'm just kind of, you know, I, I know you as as my friend and as my coach, but also as a fan of the sport, I know who you are in your pedigree, let's say. So I kind of take this retracted view. The, the, the ability for any human to actually walk into Ludwig Martial Arts and step onto the mat as your student and experience you coaching them and teaching them and mentoring them is invaluable. I mean, it is, and just, because I know when you said, just your statement that we are here to get better, we are not here to see who is better. Mm-hmm. That statement right there, I've been in hundreds of martial arts gyms, and I, I, don't, I can't even name the amount of, of coaches, and I've never actually heard a coach make that statement oh, nice. before, and on the mat, have that true intent and passion yeah. while teaching. I've never experienced that, and I'm pretty grizzled through all sports and such in, in the game. The ability that a coach, that an athlete, student can actually walk in, have that experience, look across and see, holy shit, there's TJ Dillashaw, there's a Joe Benavitez, there's a, a Lance Palmer, or whoever else floats, and there's just a, a who's who list of, of elite athletes that float through your facility. And they can actually step on and experience that too and train with that. Invaluable. So any opportunity that you guys have to go and see and hang out with Dwayne, to train under Dwayne or alongside Dwayne, however you know that gets positioned, um, take that. Take that opportunity. Tell your wife or bring your wife. Nice. You're going on vacation to yep. beautiful Colorado. You're yep. going to legally smoke some weed maybe if that's what you're into, but whatever. I'm not saying if you should or shouldn't, but you probably should. But just not. <laughs> 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 um, I wouldn't say the first day that you step on in the mat with, with uh, Professor Ludwig because, yeah. you know, you, you might not. <laughs> your feet might not yeah. be moving. Yeah. But definitely after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sure. Brothers Barbecue. <laughs> exactly. Boom. And yeah. Brothers Barbecue. Yeah. How's that going? Awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Those guys are good people, man. Good quality food. Good awesome product. Everybody in in my community, or you know, they push their their passion about what they do, just like you with the fitness and on it with the supplements and GLC with being the health for the joint the joint care. Me with martial arts brothers for sandwiches for barbecue sandwiches. Hell yeah, because that's like, important they too. Love, they love like they genuinely love to barbecue. You know, it's just it's just it's good to be have a circle of just passionate people. You yep. know, like it, it's awesome. Now, and this is actually following a cor- their dream. You know, like, a it's cool. 
great segue. So you're surrounded by passionate people yes, following their dream. And we could probably say, if you're not, you might end up on the list. <laughs> yeah, the list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the list. The list. Yeah, if uh, people didn't, uh, if they didn't act right, I guess, uh, they'd go on the list. And it's hard to get off the list. The only way off the, li- off the list is uh, we spar. Okay. And, uh, not really spar, but me whooping you up. But you, I haven't, no, I haven't, haven't, haven't had to do that in a long time. <laughs> like today. Not today. Not on this trip. Not yet. It's only it's only three o'clock though. It's too early in the day. I remember going back a decade or so now. The stories always come up too. Hearing about because I I was like Dwayne's like hey hey you know fuckers on the list and you like and you take out a pretend piece of paper and he just kind of writes it down and you know puts it back in his his pocket and he's like no that motherfucker's on the list. I'm like oh what's that? He's like you know. And he, and he, Dwayne's like, no, for real. <laughs> I was like, he's fucking serious. <laughs> and like, y- you have a, a true and legitimate list that people are on. Yeah. And it's, it's no joke. <laughs> and I know if you're on Dwayne's list, yeah. you're probably a fucking idiot. Not the best guy. You're not the yeah, best guy. I want you around me. Yeah. Yo, and it, it's the funniest thing. So there is a legitimate list. And I pro- I know a couple names that are on the list. I would never <laughs> say them. Um, do you actually tell people that they're on the list? Uh, well, I don't uh, pull up the list anymore. I think I'm a bit, uh, bit more. Uh, I guess I'd say mature past I think people that. Just stand, get in line when they're around you now. <laughs> <laughs> they know about the list too. <laughs> uh, yeah, the list hasn't come up uh, recently. It's been good. Can I think you, that was more like fighting days, I it guess, was? right? Yeah, and uh, carried over into coaching a little bit just to keep the fire going. As uh, so, you know, because. Uh, the way I, I choose to coach, but you know, aggressive, I want to make sure you're doing better. Like I'm in sure. your face, like, you know, motherfucker, hands up, elbows in, yep. doing what we need to do again to become successful. But you're hitting and not getting hit. Yep. Well, that's if you do it this way because it just happened that way and you just were successful, right? Okay, we'll fucking do it again. Um, and I'll say, oh, you know, I still, I, I just, I'm just passionate, man. Like I fucking genuinely, truly want you to get better. Like, and this is how you do, this is how you do it. Uh, but what's the goal? It's for T. That's why I coach TJ, right? With the fighters, can be more aggressive, like in their face, right? Uh, average people, you know, are just uh, they're just trained there to, to train, lose some weight, have some fun. You know, what's the goal? Lose some weight, have some fun. Well, cool, we're successful. Uh, you can be a bit sloppier with the TJ combo if you want, right? But in order to rank up, you gotta do that shit correctly. So, yep. what's your goal? Yep. Now I will not quite jump in. Or do you them. want to go on the list, motherfucker? I've taken. But you know, I don't run a fight gym. I'm a martial art academy. Yeah. You know, I always joke around and talk shit. But it's just I'm, I'm having fun with life. You know, I want people to express themselves, but to be still respectful. But again, have fun. Like we're buddies, we're friends, right? Uh, but uh, I have taken people in the academy, and you know this. It's been probably about five or so, five or less, and uh, take them in the office and talk to them, and the next door they leave is the front door and they're not back so want to make sure we're having a a good academy and we're there to have fun and get better and help each other grow like that's the end result you know to have a good time and that's not walking around to stick up your ass it's you know smiling and making jokes and having fun with your friends awesome that's the way you're going to learn better by having you're going to retain the information better as well by enjoying the moments right you remember the good times and not so much the bad times sure reason for that so you've actually had very i mean just based upon the number of students you've had a very very small percentage of students you felt were not a good fit yeah for your for the academy. For yeah. the academy. And there's people who I don't even let enroll from the beginning. I just tell them no. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's been a very few people who I allow to enroll and then, you know, judge them, see how they're acting. And then, okay, you know, this isn't the place for you. Maybe this place is or go to that place. So, gotcha. uh, but, you know, just uh, make sure we're all having fun there. Cool. Now, last piece on the list. Can you share a story? And we don't have to say names unless you want to. Someone that 
made the list and uh yeah i, I got one <laughs> all right so uh, let's see i don't remember his real name we just call him mayhem this is a good one though but the, not the mayhem not jason no, not, okay. not, 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 not not the actual mayhem he just looked like him uh what happened we were, i forgot what it was i think i like had a Oh, we were sparring, and, and he wasn't not the best, right? Yep. And uh, and I'd, I'd, I would go light with people, allow them to be successful, not just beat their ass, right? Yep. So this was happening a couple times, and the guy starts telling people, oh, you know what? I do good with Dwayne. I, I get him sometimes. Oh, really? Oh. So then I heard this, right? And that's me like, oh, okay, so I got to show him up. You know, that's what the end result. I had to, had to beat his ass. But uh, he catch him at uh, the next sparring session. I beat him up, and then uh, after I beat him up, he says something uh, – uh, I shouldn't have ran sprints today because if I didn't run sprints, it would have been a different <laughs> sparring session or whatever. I forgot oh, exactly how he worded it. Uh, Professor Elliot Marshall tells the stories the best. And uh, so I go, oh, all right, motherfucker. So then I catch him uh, in Easton's and Boulder, and we do a sparring session. There's no regular students. It's like the fight team. And uh, I had a jacked up knee, and the first thing he does is he kicks my fucking knee. And I already don't like the guy for talking shit. Like, oh. So, uh, so um, next thing I know... Uh, Everybody's just watching me, and he's knocked out on the floor with blood. And I have to like pick him up and tell him to go clean his, clean his, uh, you know, his mess up. Right? He made the list, so I just beat him up sparring and went a little bit harder than I should have, not being a respectful martial artist. But he learns, he learned the lesson now, and that's just an error in of my communication skills. I should have said, uh, um, whatever his name was, listen. Uh, I understand you feel you are doing better in your martial arts against me, uh, but I'm allowing you to become successful. I'm not beating your ass. If you'd like for me to step it up to see how good you are, we can do that. But I want you to understand that I'm allowing you to work, just so we're clear. That's how I should have handled it, but old Dwayne just beat his ass. I like that. Yeah, but it's fun, right? It's a better story yeah, this yeah. way. So much better. <laughs> it's a better story. I'm like, my, commu- my communication has gotten better over you the see years. see this. Yeah. And how did he respond after? Yeah, the, fuck the, that the, guy. No, just no. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's cool. Like, he's came to academy uh once i open it lately you know he's cool man like, you know he's a good guy how did he respond to that um i don't know if he sparred uh, since then or anything but uh, you know of course it's been a few years since i've fought and sure so, so on but, but the, very respectful towards uh, you yeah he's awesome probably you know, never mentioned I, I your respect, name again you know like it's I'm why so- i get respect because i give respect and it's cool like i walk around the fan expo and and in the in the ufc room and the lock room and you're in a room of the best martial artists to ever exist or right there in, you know, in that room or in your rooms or your surroundings. And it's cool to have respect yeah. from all of them, from the coaches, from the fighters. That feels good. It makes me feel cool. You know, I'm the cool kid in school, but I give respect, so I get respect. Sure. But, uh, it's, you know, to, to walk into a room for the most part, not necessarily the fight room last night anymore, but an average room, a regular room, and to know that you could beat anybody's ass if you choose to, yeah. is bit, uh, it allows me to be comfortable yeah you know not to be a believer it's like you know i'm i'm in good hands because i'm here i'm in yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, everybody's yeah. safe dwayne's yeah. here yeah, yeah it's cool <laughs> when i fly no sometimes huh. when i fly when i fly by myself um i'm always like hey, let a motherfucker act stupid on this plane you know <laughs> but when i have like my wife and kids I'm like let things please be cool on this plane gotcha. but then again it, it's going back to focusing on your goals my goal is to have a good healthy happy life so i should say oh this plane ride's gonna be awesome and have yeah. a good time right and not look for someone to you know, a potential uh, hijacker or whatever it is to beat up. But that'd be a cool story though, right? That would be a BMT saves the, saves the day that or something, would be right? awesome. You have to... That'd be a good social media marketing plug, right? Come straight to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> straight to this, this yeah. office. Okay. Yep. And we'll, we'll do that because I want to hear that, that story. You got it. Sure. That would be yeah. not, we don't ever want that to happen. No. Let's well, well, maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Dwayne saves the day. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool, right? Yeah. That would be great. You know, to... to because, you know, we have frustrations. We like to pay lessons sometimes, and it would be that would be a fun scenario yeah. you know, to successfully 
disarm somebody who's trying to take down the plane you're on. Yeah. You know, to save some lives. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. But then again, you probably have to sit the guy down like, look, man, like, what's wrong? Why yeah. are you trying to fuck with the plane? <laughs> like, would your dad not hug you at night or what, what happened? Absolutely. Like, you know, it, it stems to some fucking childhood issue. Yeah, it absolutely so, is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy, like, uh, religion belief. Who knows? Do you really want to be on the list, dude? You're I know. Right. You might want to fucking sit down on a plane. You might and want to sit down, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but people just uh, choose to believe certain things, right? Absolutely. And, uh, we're on this journey just figuring stuff out. Yeah. And a sensei. Sensei is uh, the you know teacher of the past. That's gotcha. what that is. So it's the teacher, right? Is that what um, sensei translates to? Sensei, yeah. Oh, wow. And like the, the, the Portuguese, the Brazilians, they use like an academy for, for the name of their, of their schools and professor because here in the States... The professors were the highest for the teachers, so they adapted professor for the the, sure. the instructor aspect, right? And then, and then sensei in Japanese just means teacher of the past teacher, right? Yeah. So, um, but as far as like direct lineage terminology, I should we would be, especially being belted under sensei Rudin would be sensei Ludwig or sensei, right? Rather than professor. But I started teaching my BMT or English high kickboxing in a jiu-jitsu school, Easton, and they're all used to calling the instructors uh, professor. Yeah. So just something that translated over, right? So yeah. Um, as far as the lineage, and like us, like the, the us is a bit confusing. In Japanese, it's correctly spelled OSU, and the direct translation means to push, and it's been adapted in martial arts for, like, we're, this is going to be hard, it's not going to be easy, but we're going to come together and do this together. We're accepting the fact that it's, we have to earn this. Huh. So us, like, we're, we're going through this together. And the Portuguese, the Brazilians, they spell it phonetically OSS, but it still has the same term- terminology. And it's been used so much, it's been carried over to, like, acknowledge, like, yes, you know, like, Hey, don't uh, it was that good? It was, yeah. You know things like that. So it's been uh, multi uh, multi uh, dimensional, yeah. I guess. You know, using many aspects. Uh, but as far as like the confusion of that, more the the, the karate Japanese, so Japanese karate, Dutch side, it's OSU, us, and then the Brazilian jiu jitsu side, it's OSS. Okay, us, but still the same meaning. And how do you spell it? Uh, it depends on who I'm talking with, like uh, uh, Master Henzo Gracie, yep. who stopped by the academy or stopped by the, my booth yesterday. Oh, wow. Super, such a super cool guy. I man. I love that guy. He's awesome. Uh, Henzo Gracie is the man. You know, I, I love him since they're rooting like they're good friends too. It's just, I, I, again, your circle is of, uh, you know, passionate people again, right? Absolutely. Um, so it depends on who I address, right? And, um, so it's the, since they're rooting OSU, yeah. uh, Master Henzo, OSS. Bam. Wow, yeah, boom. There I we go. love it. Bang. Oose. Bang. Oose. <laughs> and not to cut this short, but it's 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 about that time. Yes, sir. We've been going for a while. We'd love to, to go keep uh, on catch going. TJ, throw some hands. There you go. Yeah, some hands, right. catch some kicks. What time are you firing. training tonight? Uh, 5.30. 5.30. Okay, so yes, perfect sir. time right now. It's 10 of 4. Um, it's awesome having you here. And Thank you're you out of here on check. Sunday? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yep. it's not... So have to do it again next time. You have to do it again. Or after I save the plane. (laughs) (laughs) You're coming straight to Vegas. Turn this plane around. Plane to Vegas. On the way here. Here we go. Got you. Just Uh can you, you set that up. For sure, you can create reality. I FaceTime me. Even better, just FaceTime me, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude, hold perfect. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, but but could could we create that? That could probably. Happen, you know, I have a, I grew up watching Ninja Turtles and uh, G.I. Joe and, uh, say, yeah. and and now I'm Master Splinter. There you go. Yeah, huh? Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody who needs to find Mr. Dwayne Bang Ludwig, check him out. What are your preferred social media sources now? Uh, I guess Instagram, yep. right? Uh, what am I? Dwayne Bang Dwayne Bang Com, I think. Uh, I think it's Dwayne Bang Com. There's Bang with Ty as well. I don't check that as often. Uh uh, what else? Uh, this, you know, come to the academy. Bangmortai.com. Bangmortai.com. On academy. We have we have a forum on there as well. Where's yeah. your academy lo- located? Uh, Westminster, Colorado. There's a Ludwig Martial Arts. And that's... of Bang Muay Thai. 
Just outside of Denver? 20 miles northwest of Denver, between okay. Denver and uh, Boulder. 30 minutes from the airport, yes, approximately? Sir. Yeah, by, by about 40, yeah. Um, and you are, let's see, so you have Dwayne Bacom, D-U-A-N-E-B-A-N-G-C-O-M. You guys know that. You guys all follow Dwayne anyway. If not, sir. you are on the fucking list. <laughs> Gee, what's wrong with you? Um, and go to bangmuaythai.com, ludwigmartialarts.com. Yep. They both work hand in hand. Go and meet up with Mr. Dwayne Bang Ludwig. And if you are in the Texas, if you're not, if you're in America, if you're not, if you're on this planet, July 23rd, go down to the Onnit Academy and definitely take the Dwayne Bang Ludwig. And this is a striking seminar. Striking for MMA seminar. Striking for MMA. How could you not go down there? True. You could you could drink some of that that Dolce Way in those that those. Is good. It is good. Uh, the brothers. So sorry, I got to hijack the conversation real quick. Do it. The uh, the manager at Brothers Barbecue that yep. I go to in Broomfield, Eric. He always takes takes my uh my uh well he doesn't take it but he asks me about it so i'll uh, give it to him because i order from on it anyway and i give it to him so yeah. eric eric yeah eric use promo code dolce on it.com slash dolce home slice save how much and save 10 percent. 10 percent. boom off uh dolce way and and hmm, do you say 10 percent off the, the Dwayne bang ludwig seminar probably not uh i don't think so no it's 75 bucks for a three-hour seminar oh, three, two or three hours yeah. damn it's just gonna share that's a whole great. bunch of drills and combinations yeah. and uh Show us people some footwork and how to hold, you know, the drills properly, and make sure you're training safely. Gotcha. Cool. And that will be at the Onnit Academy. Onnit Academy in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Yes, sir, July 23rd. Be there, definitely be there. Well, Dwayne, Jess, thank you guys so much for stopping Mr. in. Dolce, thank you, sir. And, Bob. Uh, you. You're awesome, buddy. You too, buddy. And uh, that's it, everybody. So I want to thank you all. Thank Mr. Dwayne Bang Ludwig, and uh, thank the Bob for being in. And we will be back soon. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't count calories. Make calories count. <laughs> Boom. Oh!